0: Hello everyone and welcome to our three-part series, The City of Defeat. My name is Justin
1: and my name is Dominic and today's episode will be called The Drought. In this episode, we will take a deep dive into the championship drought that has plagued major New York sports for more than a decade. Throughout the past decade, we have seen a number of talented New York teams fail to reach their ultimate goal. We will then highlight the last team to do it, the New York Giants and their 2012 underdog story. We will also highlight the other teams with significantly more talent, but ultimately not reaching their goal of a parade down Broadway. Most of these teams have ongoing issues and actually similar problems that led to their ultimate demise. We will go into each of them outlining their similarities and outlining their differences. With that being said, enough talking, let's jump right into it, game on.
0: York has sports team in all major sports baseball football hockey and basketball there are at least two for each with football and hockey having three for baseball there's the New York Mets and the New York Yankees with the Yankees being the team that has more recently won a championship in 2009 and the Mets last championship run came in 1986 next we have the Rangers who won their last championship in 1994 and the New York Islanders who won their last championship in 1984 another New York team that doesn't seem to get as much appreciation because they play in Buffalo is the Sabres Sabres have never won a championship, and they are currently holding the record for the longest playoff drought in NHL history with 11 seasons without playing in the postseason. Next, we have the football teams, the Jets, Giants, and the Bills. The Jets haven't seen success since Broadway Joe and Super Bowl III. The Bills are an oddball, however. They've been crowned as championship favorites plenty of times, even this year, in fact. They seem to have the common New York sports curse of falling apart and falling just short when everything was going in the right direction. Next, we have the most current championship team, and that's the New York Giants. The Giants won a Super Bowl in 2012 after a mediocre season where they just barely slid into the playoffs at 9-7, ultimately took down the undefeated Patriots led by prime Tom Brady.
1: Lastly, we have the two basketball teams in the New York Knicks and the Brooklyn Nets. The Knicks haven't seen championship success since before my father was born in 1973, and the Brooklyn Nets who haven't won a championship since they've joined the NBA. With all of that being said, what comparisons can we draw from these somewhat similar situations? A common theme I've noticed with a lot of the New York teams is problems in the general manager position. These problems consist of handing out horrible contracts and bad drafting. To name a few sports this is seen in basketball with the Knicks and Nets, who hand out money to big-name players, even though they don't quite fit the system. To pivot to football, we see the Jets drafting Zach Wilson second overall, and he's been downright bad. Zach Wilson, in a football game in 2022, completed 9 of 22 passes for 77 yards. And you know what? This isn't some unorthodox,
0: crazy occurrence where, oh, it's just a flash in the pan. Four times this year, Zach Wilson has thrown for under 160 yards.
1: Then we see bad signings such as the Le'Veon Bell contract, which was terrible.
0: The main theme we see from most of these teams is bad coaching. You see the Mets and you see like the Yankees who have had over the past 10 years have had a plethora of different managers. So with the New York Mets, the Mets have had three different managers over the past four four to five seasons and you saw basically the same roster those first couple of years and then you got a couple of additions last year and the addition of buck showalter who won manager of the year in the national league for baseball announced the 2022 national league manager of the year is buck showalter congrats buck job well done
1: that's a good point to add on to that a prime example of this is giants head coach brian dabel
0: breaking news out of the nfl the new york giants are hiring bills offensive coordinator brian dable as their next head coach that's confirmed by our jonathan jones dable's been buffalo's oc since 2017 he led the bills to top five finishes in yards and points per game this season
1: dable took over a 4-13 and football team and took them all the way to the playoffs that very next year where they won one game in an impressive fashion actually and upset the minnesota vikings on their home field and in the end, they would lose in the next game to the Eagles, but they would finish with a
0: 9-7-1 and record. Very impressive. And you can see that with the Knicks, too, for sure. The Knicks were bottom of the barrel in the East, you know, not really doing anything. We're kind of just tanking to get lottery picks in the draft. And you hired someone like Tom Thibodeau. In the end,
1: Nick president Leon Rose gets his man. The Knicks on Saturday were finalizing terms for a contract with Tom Thibodeau for Thibodeau to become the franchise's next head
0: coach. The deal. Who coached those Bulls teams with prime Derrick Rose, all those guys. And they were a great, great basketball team. And now that Tom Thibodeau's there, the Knicks are middle of the pack East team. I mean, can't really expect more with the roster they have around them. Hopefully, in the offseason, they make some better acquisitions. But what they have right now and the guys that they're working with, they're in a great spot. I think they're right now speaking to the fourth seed in the East, fifth seed in the East. So that definitely comes with good coaching. So that's what most New York teams struggle with. And the teams that do have it now, you can see success.
1: As we think back in recent memory to what teams have gotten the closest to breaking the curse and bringing home a championship to New York, my favorite team, the New York Islanders, comes to mind. They made the conference finals in back-to-back years, almost simultaneously after finding the right coach in Barry Trotz. And why is former Caps coach Barry Trotz all smiles? Well, I'll tell you why. Because he's got a new job as head coach of the New York Islanders
0: and report. We could see a common theme with my favorite team, the New York Mets. As soon as they hired Buck Showalter, the reigning National League Manager of the Year, you could see just a dynamic shift. You could see guys, he prioritized, you know, getting on base and anything you can do to help the team win wasn't about one guy, it was about everybody.
1: And also with a new coach, you get a culture. I feel like that's one of the most like important things in a championship team that's not really brought
0: up. Bouncing off that, you you see these Mets, these players on the Mets talk about the team after games, you know, in post game interviews, stuff like that. And you could see these guys just they want to win. And it's not about one guy. It's about everybody. And you know, they play for their coach and they want to win and they want him to win and they all play for each other. And it's just a great thing to see. Because you see teams like a guy like Zach Wilson, for example, like selfish, you know, stuff like that just isn't what you need in New York, especially with the media. And, you know, a good coach brings everyone together. When everyone's put together, everyone plays well. And when everyone plays well, you win championships. So it's kind of just like a ripple effect. And that's the stuff you got to see to win a championship. So previously mentioned, we talked about a lot of teams that got close to winning the championship, but the team that most recently won it is a team that you wouldn't really expect in the New York Giants in 2012. The Giants, to be honest about it, they really had no business being there. They were nine and seven on the season, barely slid in in the wild card. Same thing that they did in 2010 when they won. And they didn't really have any business being there. And they ultimately made it all the way to the Super Bowl and face off against the New England Patriots with a prime Tom Brady, who didn't lose a game up to that point. And they probably had no business beating them. But Eli Manning put on a clinic and beat Tom Brady for the second time. And we had memorable moments like the helmet catch from David Tyree
1: stays on his feet, airs it out down the field. It is caught by Tyree.
0: Yeah, and you could see, you know, they had good coaching as well. They had Tom Coughlin who was, for those two years, he won two Super Bowls in a four year stretch, so.
1: The Giants were really playing with house money. I mean, they were a nine and seven team going into the playoffs and they made the Super Bowl against an undefeated Tom Brady in his prime and they beat him. They went toe to toe with Tom Brady and Eli Manning outplayed him. I feel like that just goes to show the culture and how much coaching has an impact. I mean, the Giants were nine and seven and Tom Brady was undefeated and the Giants were able to take them down. Then we could also pivot to basketball where the two New York teams, the culture hasn't been that strong. We go to the New York Nets where it's more apparent And we see Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and James Harden, who only played eight games together, three of the game's best players, and they didn't even come close to winning a championship. You can't put three superstar players together on the same team and just expect it to work, because it rarely will. You need a strategic lineup. Also, with three players of that caliber, most of your money is tied to those three players, so you don't have extra money to spend on depth players. So if any one of those star players gets injured, then there's not a lot of depth to make up for that star player's production.
0: You, you try and put something together that you think looks great on paper, but it doesn't doesn't really work out great. And that's something you could see with the New York Yankees as well. You know, you bring in all these guys like, for example, you bring in IKF and you expect him to be like a 280 hitter and, you know, do his thing in the field. And he comes out and has the worst season for a Yankee shortstop we've seen in years before Derek Jeter you know it's just you put all these guys in the diamond expecting th- great things to happen and with mediocre coaching and good things don't tend to happen
1: yeah I mean super teams don't tend to work we see the Knicks with the Carmelo Anthony teams you see J.R. Smith, Iman Shumpert, uh, Mari Stoudemire, all those types of players and the Knicks got where they got nowhere star players and buying players y- you can't buy a championship You just, the reality is you can't buy a championship. You need everything. You need coaching. You need management. You need even the owners to be good. That's what creates the culture, not three star players, as we saw in the nets and mentioned earlier. You can't win with just star talent. You need players that play for the team. They play for each other, not for their name and their notoriety. That doesn't work in sports. We also see, you know, big name players wanting to come to New York because it's just you know, a huge city and a, the biggest market in the world, frankly. And we see Kenny Galladay actually just this recent year with the Giants. He signed a massive contract. Come to the playoffs, he wasn't even playing.
0: You see things like this and you've got the Mets signing guys like Steve Cohen just gets anyone he wants. And yeah, it works out, so far it's worked out, but we don't know how that's gonna work in the future. You know, it's, it's very uncommon to see. I don't even think it's possible to buy a championship, but what the Mets have been doing, it's something that's interesting to say the least, but we're trying to see if something like that can work in New York sports, and that would be interesting to see because if that works, other New York teams can do the same thing given the big market that they're playing. To sum it all up, is New York sports heading in the right direction currently, or are we just facing more years of disappointment? I'll let you go first.
1: I think New York sports is headed in the right direction. The Islanders a few years ago made it to -to back-to-back conference finals. The Giants just won a huge playoff game where they upset the Vikings. The Nets look good, and the Jets had one of the best drafts of all time, picking up Sauce Gardner, Brees Hall, and Jermaine Johnson, all in the same draft. In baseball, the Yankees and Mets look good with their new rotation, so I do believe
0: we are headed in the right direction. What do you think? I think... I personally think that the New York Sports are heading in the right direction. I mean, you got the Jet the Giants made the playoffs, the Mets made the playoffs, the Yankees made the playoffs, the Bills made the playoffs. The Rangers are on pace to make the playoffs. The Islanders are on pace to make the playoffs. The Sabres have no shot and the Jets could have made it if the things rolled their way and Zach Wilson wasn't a crybaby. But that's another story for another day. The Knicks are looking like a playoff team right now. Probably things are gonna fall apart being a New York Knicks fan myself, but Hopefully good things happen and the Nets are probably a guaranteed top three seed in the East. You know, if that doesn't show that New York sports are in the right direction, I really don't know what will. I mean, yeah, we haven't seen a real championship since 2012 and we haven't seen a championship before that in 2009 and then going back to the 90s and the 80s. We haven't really seen a lot of winning in my lifetime, at least. I haven't seen a New York team win in my teenage years. So, and I'm 20 years old right now turning 21. So I'd love to see New York teams win. When everyone wins, I'm a fan, that's fine with me. Unless it's the Yankees, I'm not a Yankee fan. I'm a diehard Mets fan, that's different. These teams got a shot. A lot of these teams do have a shot to win it. And it would be interesting to see how much longer this championship drought lasts. Hopefully not too long, but hopefully it ends soon. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of the City of Defeat podcast. We discussed and dissected the New York sports championship drought. and We looked into common themes and problems some New York sports teams have faced throughout the drought. I'm your host, Justin, along with Dominic. And as always, let's go to New York sports and we will catch you guys next time.